This episode is brought to you by the generous donations of John Carey, Laura Pickren, Nico Batson, Elizabeth Clark, Daryl Delaney, Ryan Royce, Irene Viarito, the Cam family, Charles Compton, Emily Estella Scott, Michael Clark, and David Scrams, as well as all of our generous patrons. Hello and welcome to Eberron Renewed, a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I'm your Dungeon Master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? We fixed Booyah. <laughs> yes, he definitely needed some fixing. <laughs> we did. I tell you what, if I could remember half the time that I have that wonderful bag that I haven't reached in in forever. Oh yeah. my gosh. He so would have reached into that bag. That's fair. I thank God. See what was in there. Oh man, yeah, yeah. That could have dodged a bullet on that one, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, y'all fixed Booyah, and then Booyah sent a message unto the dragons. Um, yeah, we need meat. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's quite possible that some meat is going to be shipped to us. <laughs> With a lovely note. Right. Um, weird use of magic, but here you go. Um, okay, so yeah. Um, picking up where we left off, Booyah's just sent the message. Was it your all's intention to just hang out here and await the dragons? Or because um, well, you all know there's some baggage with dragons and elves. Did yes. we learn that? Yes. So probably not hang out here. Like, Above Aranol. Mm-hmm. So, where would you all like to begin your journey to? I have no idea. Uh, yeah. Um, I can't think of any place that's better than any other place. And Corvair is just north of Aranol. Sure, sure. I guess we can just head generally in the direction of Corvair and presume that the dragons are continue to be able to track us uh, and will find us when they are ready. Oh, those jerks know where we are. No, I mean I know. I'd like there's every bit, every evidence that they are able to track us at all times. So, um, okay, well, um, you all begin uh, heading northwest, um, because Jace is assuming you don't want to go to Valinar and would rather head back towards uh, Breland. Um, I suppose. So, um. So yeah, anything you all would like to do while you're awaiting the arrival of the dragons? Um, any conversations? Any anything? 
Eric spends a lot of time sitting in silence with his unpleasant thoughts. Yeah, I think occasionally Dex tries to get a little bit out of Barrack a little more about, you know, with what he learned and what he thinks is next. And because everything that Dex, you know, hang, let me hear how I say this. Dex is fully relying on the Barrack and Erebus conversations to have any compass as to how this end game is going to play out now. And I don't know if, if Barrack talks back with him or it's just like, I don't know. What, 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 how does Barrick respond when Dex is just like, uh, so uh, what are we going to do? Like, you know what you were told and I, I just, like, are, are, we, are, we, are we going after uh, my, my brother with the weapon to appease the dragons? Are we sending the dragons uh, to find the weapon and we are going to uh, uh, Dalcor, and you're gonna break. What's what's it? What are we doing, man? Um, well, I I don't know, and I wouldn't I wouldn't try to dictate unilaterally what we do. Erebus wants me to release the pact on Dalcor. It says that will cause the quarry cycle to break in such a way that it will only ever be benign. Right, but that's the one that disengages the flame from here, right? Yes. Unsticks it? Yes, something to that effect. And I... I fear that what I've been carrying around is in fact a demon that wants me to break its cage. Yeah, that bit is um, uh, terrifying. Uh. I mean... I think what I I don't know how to deal with that, Dex. I I, I mean, I even if it's I, right, even if he's even if it's telling the truth, I don't know if I could do it. Sure, I wish I could provide some sort of counsel, uh, but I just don't. Yeah, I, 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 there's no. I can't imagine having to process the repercussions that you're having to think about. I mean, obviously I do too, because you know, it's, it's also my world, but it's not my tradition. And it, I have no uh, crisis of faith involved in this. It's just, which one's going to work and how quickly can we do it? And you right. know, I know we don't have an answer to that. So I can't, can't do that. I, I just, I just can't do that. I don't know what that means, but I just can't. I just can't do that. So, 
Our other options were to gather the weapons and unleash them on that plane. But the dragons say that might kill all of the quarry and that might itself be catastrophic in some way. And the only thing else that's been suggested is that the quarry have some machine that mm -hmm. is anchoring their cycle and that we can destroy that. And hope that we stick them in the good times. No, it will just let the cycle resume. Oh, so at some point down the road, this will happen. Some They'll be evil again. If I understand, and I don't know that I do, the quarry have always gone through a cycle right. of good to, to bad and back again with their world restarting over and over again. And I suppose what that's another thing that disturbs me about the solution that Erebus would have me seek. If that's been a part of the cycle of the universe for this long, and if causing it to be stuck has created these monsters that are trying to destroy our world, how do I know that stopping the cycle in another way won't just do the same or, or worse? <sighs> I, I don't think... I don't think you can have I don't think mortals can should create an existence like that. I don't think we should tamper with the very essential nature of the universe. I just don't know what would happen. I think that's in <clears throat> a uh inherent uh, I gotta say this the inherent problem with all of this is that we don't know what's gonna happen and but we know we need we can't allow it to continue unchecked right do we just <laughs> I mean obviously hopefully the dragons are, are, are coming to have another meeting with us and obviously we know what they're gonna say about it I, I, I suppose we just have to hope that something presents itself along the way to give some sort of clarity. And I know that sucks, but that's where we're at, right? Right like, now, the only option that I see that, that I'm willing to pursue is the destruction of the, the quarry's anchor. I think that's the least world-altering, for sure. Of our world, I guess. I mean, because yeah. here's the thing. We know what the dragons are going to continue to say, and we, or you know uh, what Erebus is going to continue to say. They've got what they think is the best course of action, and then we've got this third way with the machine, which, uh, wait, no, the machine is the dragons. That's out of character, right? That's Yes, that's what um, what Orgov and Barasha suggested right. we could right, do. Right, right. Well, maybe we can get a little bit more out of them about it. When we see him again. Perhaps so. I 
I, I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know what to base my decisions on anymore. Yeah, I, I, I certainly wasn't hoping for a resolution to come out of this conversation, which is good because here we are. Um, but I appreciate you taking a minute to talk through it with me again. Just I need to I need to understand, and I feel like I have a. a I think I'm with you. I think that based on I certainly would never uh, want to put you in a position to have to do the whole. Erebus thing. Um, I truly hope for your sake that that does not present itself to be the best option. Uh, yeah, I guess we just need to hear out Orgev and Barasha again. I suppose so. Well, I hope you feel a lot better. Uh, bye. <laughs> awesome. Um, Booyah, what are you doing during the... Booyah is... He's been keeping to himself quite a bit. Um, kind of avoiding Dex and Barrack. I mean, not just, I mean, he's friendly and everything, but he just, if he kind of sees them coming, he kind of might go the other way. Um, spend some time with Jace, seeing if Jace needs any help. Spend some time with Rickard. He's just kind of keeping to himself more than anything. Okay. How long, can I ask, how, how, how long is this? How long is this avoiding going on? Um, how long is the trip going to take? Yeah, that's what I mean. Um, I mean, the, the actual trip back to Breland is going to take uh, days. Um, thus far, let's say it's been eight hours since you all have left Arenal. Oh, yeah. It, it'll last for a few days. And he'll, he'll spend more time with Rickard and more time with Jace. And will not approach... Dex or Barrick to engage in any conversation. Okay. I think in his current state, Barrick is unaware of this. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what's true to Dex on this one. Dex is bad reading with emotions, but I think I, I think he would notice, and I'll have I'm happy to roll against whatever. I mean, you might do. You probably at least notice that Booyah is not talking to you. That's you know. Certainly. Yeah. I mean, he's not a real talkative guy anyway, but, it, you know, it's even more so now. And, uh, like I say, he he's probably spends more time with Rickard than Jace. I think, I think, I think Dex might just chalk it up to the weird thing that just happened to him and not think, to, you know, he'll, he'll come back around when he's ready kind of thing and let it go for a bit. And if it extends beyond a couple of days, he might ask, just ask what's up. But I don't think, yeah, I think we're good for now. Clearly we aren't good, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Um, so, uh, after about, let's say, let's say we've hit a day and a half of, of sailing. Um, and, uh, you've, you've received no, no word or anything, uh, like that. Um, but, um, yeah, uh, every who would be so Barrick's obviously not going to be on deck, I would imagine. Um, Barrick probably does just sit up on deck. Okay. Uh, who else would be on deck? Let's say it's, uh, just before midday, solid 1030. Yeah, I can't imagine Dex would spend more time below deck than he would need to. Uh, especially, yeah, middle of the day, probably finding something to do up top just to see where we are and things like that. Okay. Booyah's conversing with Rickard. Okay. Um, everyone give me perception checks then. Twenty-eight. Twenty. Twenty-four. Okay. Um, all of you are uh can easily spot the uh two large figures uh getting closer um flying towards the ship. Um Arganesson was behind you all the whole time, so they've been flying to catch up. Fair enough. Um, hence the day and a half. <laughs> um, right. um, so do you all do anything with this information? I'd wait for him to land on our boat. I, <laughs> yeah, I would assume tell Jace to hold up. Okay, there we go. Hope, um, <laughs> hope they shrink before they land. Um, so yeah, Barrick, you go and Jay's like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll Back off the throttle then. Um, so you all feel the, the ship kind of rock uh, to a float. Um, and the, the large figures uh, gain ground even quicker. Um, who got above a 25 on their perception check? Just Dex. Dex. Just me. Um, Dex, you notice a... Um, you, you think you see a figure riding one of the uh the the dragons what i think i see a figure riding one of the dragons i mean they're 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 getting closer of it like um just by the time you can confirm it then everybody can kind of see it but sure um yeah you see um yeah you see orgev and barasha flying towards the ship and on barasha's back you see um, a woman, um, uh, a dark-skinned woman with uh, long hair, and uh, it seems to be kind of purple and lavender robes on Barash's back. Um, Drow dark? No. Okay, okay, just want to know. Yeah. Um, and uh as you all get closer or as they get closer um barasha 
kind of rears back and uh, begins to transform just before the deck of your ship as she hops off and lands. Um, Dex, give me a... Hmm. Trying to think what kind of check this would be. Uh, history? <laughs> yeah, this one is not going to go great. Oh, uh, 19. Okay. I had, to, I had to roll real high. <laughs> you recognize these robes. Um, so tell us what they are. <laughs> yeah, Dex, <laughs> go ahead. Um, it's an all-powerful ally. Uh, known um, for her benevolence and strength. And, and forward speech. Um, <laughs> you... Uh, you recognize the robes as belonging to an order uh, from Adar of like super powerful mystic monk types called the Hastaratain. For those, into- for those of you keeping track, H-A-Z-T-A-R-A-T-A-I-N, Hastaratain. You're welcome, Laura. <laughs> Okay, um, and Orgev also lands on the deck of the ship in human form. Sorry, we came as quickly as we could. Um, you were flying directly away from us, so it took a little bit of extra time. Yeah, uh, you know, the, the <laughs> whole the whole knowing where each other are thing only works one way. So we had no idea. Uh, we told you where we were going. Yeah, but frequently you just appear. Well, uh, we figured that perhaps uh, we we may need to uh, reserve our resources until after this conversation. Um, and or or Barasha kind of chimes in, it's like, by the way, uh, this is uh, Bimani, and the woman regards all of you and nods her head. And says, Hello. So, um, I'm assuming everything went well with, uh, <laughs> and apparently we just stare at her. Yeah. Yes. Sir. Um, well, <laughs> welcome to our boat. <laughs> except, except for Barrack, who doesn't stare at anyone anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming everything, um, went well in Aridol. I mean, uh, I mean, that's a, an objective uh, term. <laughs> Technically, the desired outcome was reached. All right. Well, um, we have some disturbing news from Agonesson, which is why Bimani is here. Um, <laughs> what? It's more disturbing news. Um, I, was, I was just thinking things had been going too smoothly. <laughs> Almost too quiet. I'm sorry, go ahead. Um, Orgev kind of gestures to, uh, to her and she says, I am a member of a... <clears throat> ancient order of, of monks from Salona, specifically Adar, um, 
who have been fighting the fight that I believe you all are fighting for a very long time. And we recently discovered something that uh, none of us uh, on this boat, I'm assuming, thought was possible. And Barasha kind of clearly being impatient uh, butts in and says, we're vulnerable. The dragons are vulnerable to the quarry. Welcome to club. Booyah, think you belong in club too. <laughs> in what manner are you vulnerable? They're getting up in your head? They're getting in your dreams? Do you dream? I don't know. What's a dragon do? It has been discovered that Katakost, the bright-eyed, has been corrupted. Now, Dex, uh, I'm not even going to make you roll. This dragon okay. is uh, like the legend of of Adar and Sarlona um, as being like one of the wisest creatures. It's a dragon that speaks to the people of Sarlona and provides guidance and wisdom to like leaders of state and things like a really important dragon that's been in Sarlona for literally as long as anybody can remember. Oh man, not Katakost. I had his poster on my wall. <laughs> uh, it was discovered that for who knows how long um, he had been corrupted by members of the Dreaming Dock. Do they know that as far as we know, there's no way to uncorrupt somebody? Have we mentioned that to them? That I don't I know. know if we have. Because you've interacted with Orgev and Barasha after the Amantu fight. So it's just kind of a question of if it would have come up. Hey, uh, listen, uh, uh, guys, I don't know. Um, I don't know if you already uh, know this. Um, but uh, as far as, as anything that we've come across, there's no bringing him back from that. I don't. I don't know if that's something you need to. Uh, do you guys know more than us in that regard? I mean, I assume. I assume I, I, it's one of those things where you might know that there is a way, but clearly are not able to easily do it, especially to another dragon. But I don't know what you got. The simple fact of the matter is that. Um, Regardless of whether or not he was salvageable, Katakost. It sounds like a Dothraki word. Katakost. You know, we always. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't know uh, if this helps you, but on Sarlona, we always just called him Big Q. <laughs> <laughs> not to his face. Oh no! 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 Katakost. <laughs> Um, uh, he gave up, uh, gods know what secrets to the Salonans and the dreaming docks of the dragons and Argonessen. 
he hasn't been there for some time. Him and his mate uh, Visselthar left uh, a long time ago. So the information would not be up to date, but still, uh, he has betrayed his people. And regardless, uh, he has to pay for that crime. Wouldn't us ending the Dreaming Dark solve this problem? Uh, it, it might. We, we don't know what will happen to those tied uh, to Dao Kuo. If, Is if, there any way that we can imagine it getting worse? Because of that, because of us ending this, like, is there any way we can imagine the situation that we currently have with this dragon becoming worse if we end the Dreaming Dark? Oh, um, I mean, if I'm coming up with worst case scenarios. Uh, which unfortunately has become commonplace. Uh, if the Dreaming Dark would be to be destroyed and the overlords that reside in Daokor are vanquished, but their agents, for lack of a better term, are not killed in that process with the severance to the um, plane, then I imagine they will become quite angry and desperate uh in that moment and potentially wrought destruction with no regard for their life or safety. Uh, a, a dragon as ancient and powerful as Katakist, uh, without any regard for his life or the lives of others would be a devastating thing. So I don't... Isn't that what he'll do if we go kill him, which I assume is what you're about to ask us to do? Oh, Absolutely not. That's not what our ask was about to be. Um, we were oh my God. we were informing you of how we gained the information that uh, it's it's terrible news for us, but good news for you in that the chamber realizes the severity of the situation now, knowing that draconic minds can be infected. Um, ah. And Bimani kind of tenses up in that and says. I have asked you repeatedly, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, that the corruption can get into the draconic minds. Very well. Well, mm -hmm. the last time we spoke, you said there was a way, that there was an eldritch machine of some kind on the other side, that we could go and destroy, and this would allow the cycle to resume and the Dreaming Dark to come to an end. Bamani speaks up at this point and says, that, that is true, and that is the ideal scenario. Um, that is something me and my people have been attempting uh, to facilitate ever since the Dreaming Dark uh, took root. Um, trying to bring about the end of days on Dao Kuo so that the beginning can rise anew. Um, 
so the the eldritch machine needs to be destroyed on their plane the the missing piece is something that can exact that level of destruction uh in that concentrated of a force what do you mean well uh in counseling or Gavin Barasha on the dianess of their situation, they informed me of the weapons that you have in your possession. Um, essentially, what the Eldritch Machine looks like on Dalcor is a large dome that contains the quarry capital on, on the plane. Where other beings dream, where you visit Dalcor when you sleep, uh, resides outside of this this bubble. Uh, otherwise, you would dream the same thing every night because it could not be renewed. Um, when you wake up, your personal bubble on the plane is destroyed, and when you sleep, it rises anew. So, if you were to take these weapons <clears throat> into the dome and use them, at the location of the machine, it could conceivably destroy the machine and potentially the quarry residing there, but either way, they will die when the machine um, is disposed of. And there is some potential for that power to not spread throughout the rest of the plane. Is there potential for it to spread? throughout the rest of the plane because we were given the very strong and threatening implication that that would be catastrophic in some way. Or give chimes up. It's like, could be, I believe was the word that we used. Could be disastrous. Could be with high enough chance that you seemed willing to use your draconic mightiness on us. Yeah. Well, is that something that you do for small chances? If the Dionys is great enough, then yes. Oh, good. Fine. Well. But the alternative has become far darker for the dragons. dragons. Right. Of course. Um, I'm going to say just because, uh, well, no, he wasn't there. Dang it. Um, Dex and Beric, give me uh, trying to think of what attribute would be tied to memory most, intelligence or wisdom. You could let us pick. I mean, it's identical for Beric. It's a plus two either way. Yeah, you can pick. All right. Seven. Well, in my wisdom, I got a six. That's not great. That's not great. Nope. Um, there was just a, there was a, never mind. Um, and Booyah wasn't, <laughs> Booyah wasn't there, so I can't. Well, maybe they bring it up since we clearly don't remember. Uh, they've already brought it up is, is the thing. And it just, 
Went Maybe right, they right on by. More right. clearly. Um. <clears throat> Why don't you just tell us the memory you'd like to access? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not important to the story. It's just interesting. Um. Ah. So essentially, we have to go deal with Katakist. <laughs> and um and if his mate is still with him and complicit in all this as well then we will have to deal with her too but um we um we need you all in spite of our previous conversations um to go Collect the last weapon. Of course. <sighs> but we are, um, if if you wish, um, we had brought uh, Bimani with us uh, to provide her insight and also to leave in your um, company uh, if you feel like she would be an asset with her uh intimate knowledge of Dao Kor and the Quarry people. How good is she at giving straight answers? Dex and Booyah talked at the same time. Yeah, go ahead, Booyah, because mine was a joke out of character. Booyah think might be a good idea. They go cook tacos and we go get weapon. God. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, where's the meat we asked for? <laughs> uh, I mean, we we we've got room on the, now. She they, she was only introduced as Bomani, right? Yes. Okay. I mean, we've got room on the ship, Bomani. If you want to join us, I can't imagine it could make things. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It sounds like you know what's up, and it'd be nice to have. Somebody who does. <laughs> well, as I said, this has been my people's fight for long enough to where I am grossly embarrassed with how much progress you all have made in the past year and a half. Do I do I cast changing changeling vibes? I know we've talked about how nebulous that is. No, you do not catch changeling vibes. Okay. Because um, you got your changeling vibe shot. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um No, I mean and uh has Taratain there there may be a couple changelings of their order, but they're typically uh humans. Okay, cool. How long have you uh how long have you been with the Has Taratain? Oh, um, let's see. A few hundred years. Okay. Well, that's longer than I've been with anything, so. That's that's a moment for you, Dex, of, (laughs) I'm trying to remember which fandoms you're actually participating in, Jeff. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Um, You've seen those movies, right? (laughs) Well... Uh, I have seen those movies, yes. Do you recall the moment 
when uh I'm gonna stop you right there. Nope. When <laughs> when Aragorn reveals that he's 80 years old. Okay, and, yes. And Eowyn is like, holy crap, you're th- this type of person that I did not expect. Um, that's the moment for you here. Okay. Uh, because obviously not a human if she's like a couple hundred years old and doesn't look like Graham. Um uh, you realize that she is probably what is known amongst your people as a Kalistar. Okay. Okay, which, sure. Which is equal parts exciting, amazement, and terrifying. Yeah, fear, I would have to assume, yeah. Um, because not only of the level of power, but how much do you as a player, Jeff, know of the Kalistar? I mean, I know what the the cliff's notes of this of the race is that they are um not fallen angel is the wrong word but they there's a the opposite the, in fact uh, <laughs> oh okay okay they, okay they are they're people that willingly allowed um quarry to enter them but these quarry were escaping the dreaming dark that's right i yes 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 okay all right dex knows that now <laughs> see if you ever would watch doctor who like i keep telling you you should you had a, you would have a really good uh, in, uh window into me understanding this but we'll save that for another time um so that's when she says a couple hundred years that's the moment that rushes through your head <clears throat> Okay, Dex would definitely not like contrary to how he normally acts. He don't. Oh, so you're a Kalistar then? That's neat. Like, nope. Uh, uh-uh. Dex is, if anything, reticent to speak. He's he's not terrified of her. Like, oh God, I can't believe I just invited her on the boat. Uh but he's definitely very intimidated by Bomani now. Yeah, I mean, you <clears throat> you would be. Yeah, I mean, you, they are in, known in Adar as objectively good, but almost kind of like dragons where they're so long-lived they see the bigger picture beyond people. Um, not okay. not quite as much as dragons, but um, but cliff notes, as you said, kind of. Um, Booyah and Beric, give me extremely easy insight checks to pick up on the fact that Dex is resident to speak for once in his life. Yo! <laughs> 18. Um, well, the DC was literally five, so you both pick up on it. I'll say, Barrett's got his own stuff going on. <laughs> but Booyah, you pick up on it intensely. Dex, something wrong? Uh, um, I don't know about wrong. Uh, here's uh, 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 uh Bomani. I, I hope I don't speak out of turn here when I let. Uh, uh, would you like to explain how you are hundreds of years mm-hmm. old? Uh, should I just kind of say it? I don't. Oh, I'm. I am a Kalistar. That ring any bells for you too? DM? It does not. Kal- Kalistar? What? What? K- 
Kalistar? What Kalistar? Booyah, I like know this. All right. So, and I'm sure if you would like to interrupt me, you can say more eloquently uh, than I could. Uh, essentially, um, our new friend, uh, Bamani, is a person who uh, willingly allowed uh, the quarry, uh, a member of the quarry, uh, to um, enter uh, her. Uh, but, but, not, yeah, Booyah's about to pull his crossbow. No, 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 but, 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 but not like my brothers. These are, uh, for lack of a better way of saying it, uh, defectors. They're, uh, you know, uh, they they don't like what the rest of the, let's separate Quarry and Dreaming Dark for a minute. Maybe that'll help. Uh, they don't like what the Dreaming Dark side of it is doing any more than we do. So this good Quarry. Well, she is she, I believe we can trust Bomani. Uh, I don't know that I would call her a good quarry. I don't want to run afoul of her. But yes, we, I, I believe that we can trust that she has the same interests that we do. And we can also trust that she uh, can bring a considerable amount of a considerable amount. I'm going to run that one back. I, that she can bring a, a considerable amount of uh, insight to bear on this. Well, and. Uh, to be more accurate, my the Bamani, who I am, uh, the teachings uh, of my order have granted me longer than the normal life. Um, but it would be more accurate to say that um, uh, Kashtai, who is the quarry that lives within me and has lived within all of my ancestors, has been fighting this fight for over a thousand years. Say her name again, or their name again. Kashtai. Right. You'll have to excuse me for asking this. Uh, I don't want to seem indelicate. Um, do we speak to you? And you speak to Kashtai, and Kashtai answers us. Can we speak to Ka- I just don't know how it works. Uh, let me just, and I, uh, uh, pardon me for a second. And I think Dex is going to change into his, to Dex Qua Dex, his changeling form. Okay. And I don't think he... <laughs> Like I, I want it to be as authentic Dex as possible, but I also think that him taking off the knife and letting a bunch of hair fall to the floor really ruins the moment. So <laughs> the hair stays, but everything else it looks like, uh, you know, a changeling. And uh, he says, um, "My my brothers have had submitted themselves to uh, let's go with the dreaming dark." And I'll be honest, when I confront them, confronted them after that fact, I never really knew who I was talking to. So I think, honestly, if anything else, you might be able to clear up a lingering problem that I've had for a while now. Who am I speaking to? Can we speak to Kashtai? Are you a conduit for her? Just how does that, or them, pardon me, how does that work? 
when when I appear this way, you are speaking to Bamani, the warrior from Adar. And then <clears throat> she blinks, and when she opens her eyes, um, kind of <sighs> ethereal green flames uh, glow out of her eyes, and you see a shadowy figure of a quarry kind of envelop her. Oh, that's not cool. And Mm-mm. Um, Mm-mm. and when you speak to Kashai, this is how he appears. And then she blinks and resumes her form. That, Beric turns to Tex, that is exactly how Erebus sounded when he was called Cursebringer. No, it's not. That's what, that's what I was hearing in my head. <laughs> not even <laughs> similar voices. Dex is already shaken. So, like that, I don't know. I, I, mainly because if that's what talking to the quarry looks like, then Dex realizes that every conversation that he had with his brothers, believing what Bamani has to say, means that he was speaking to his brothers the whole time. Mm-hmm. And despite the fact that he always considered it to be some weird. Now, and he knows that they're, they were still adult minded by their belief system, but it was not the influence of an, in, of, of something invading them that he was talking to. It was his brother speaking straight with him. And that really, uh, he's in his head for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Barrick doesn't actually do that. Barrick's. I know. I know. I know. Barrick's not that kind of person. anymore. <laughs> um, so that is the distinction. Um, there are things that Kashtai can do that I cannot, so there will be times where Kashtai comes out, uh, perhaps unexpected. I apologize. But yeah, can she walk up and down walls and <laughs> or he? Dang it, he Kashtai's he. I'll get there. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so um, that is who I am as a Kalistar. Um, I, um, I really want to see this, this through and this done right. And I want to be able to go home. I want to be able to die and then wake up anew. Am I correct? Then that are you telling us that we do need to get this last weapon in order to take down this dome machine thing? We need to bring the power of all the weapons to bear. It could be possible with enough uh, force in the weapons that you have uh, to uh, exert enough magical energy onto the Eldritch machine to disable it. Um but certainly more firepower would be welcome. Would you like to hear an interesting story about where the final weapon is? I would love to. Uh, it's with the bad quarry, uh, specifically the one that is my brother. Uh, he came to me in a dream, not cool, and uh, showed it to me. And Barrick... Uh, had already told us it was on the move. We knew that it was going somewhere else, and it turns out he's got it. 
I see. And would you happen to know where he is now? No. Do you have a map written in ink I'll be able to read? I'm trying to think of the way this works with like the spatial ability of being able to point to it on a map. And I'm gonna I mean, s- I'm going to say we had this last conversation. Last time we had this conversation, this was part of the deal that we made with the dragons and we had we had asked if Beric would be able to point point it out on a map and the answer last time was yeah. Yeah, no, no, and that's that's totally fine. What I'm getting at is and I'm going to make the call that you don't need a map because no. with the spatial reasoning, you know it's Stormreach. Oh. Barrett. Does the math in his head and curses extremely uncharacteristically. In, I don't know, one of his other languages that he knows interesting curse words in. You did the math in your head. Did you lay out the <laughs> did you lay out the equation for us so we might do the math ourselves, or do I just need to ask you why you that word I would have never expected you to say. <laughs> Wait, uh, I think just, probably it happens in Barrack's head and then he curses expertly in Archaic Giant. Booyah um. goes, <laughs> so, do, so does Bamani. Bamani is also taken aback by the, the horrible language. And Dex goes, what? What? What do you say? What? What do you do? But it's, well, but it's like Shakespearean Giant. Yeah. So he, he, you know. You say bad word. Well, that's why not Beric, good news. Why Beric say bad word? But money doesn't react. Koshtai comes out and goes, <laughs> Ugh. It's in Stormreach. Of course it is. End of episode. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, if you want to be part of the conversation, head on over to the Facebook group. Um, we're uh, at the Geek Pantheon. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at the Geek Pantheon. Um, I just want to give a huge thank you to everybody for your patience this past week with us uh, missing uh, a weekly release. Um, just th- thank you all for being kind and understanding as my computer tried to burn my house down. Um, but it failed once again. I vanquish my robot overlords um if you enjoy what we do i mean or you just upgraded it that's fair i did i did i did (laughs) i did give it more power in fact right um um if you like what we do and would like to join our amazing uh patreon community consider heading over to patreon.com slash the geek pantheon um we have a lot of different tiers um but even at one dollar you get to join our awesome community over on discord um and we are how far away from goal yes we we have a goal that we have currently set where if we hit 50 community members on patreon uh we will live stream the finale we currently are eight away uh from that goal um, so if you like what we do, consider heading on over there and joining the discord. Um, and, and guys, if you want a live stream coming down to it, <laughs> yeah, we're getting close. Um, so, um, yes, thank you all once again, so much for listening. I am your dungeon master, Eric. And I'm Philip. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. And we will see you next time. Yeah.